Welcome to the 193rd episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. Mm. I'm one half of your hosting team, Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. What up, Mark Davis? Hello. I wanted to wait for the applause to stop this time. Clean entry. I wanted to get nice and clean. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing great. Very excited because we have a guest in the studio today. Yeah, we a have retur- a great guest. A returning guest. Yeah. An old friend of the pod. Everyone knows him as the drummer of Nevea. <laughs> That's how they know him. <laughs> oh, he is man. a drummer. That is, that is heaven backwards. I, I would say that they, uh, they more know him as uh, local Southwest Florida Chef, restaurateur, Skylar Dennison. Welcome, Skylar. Give him the sound. Oh, oh, no. no. (laughs) All right. That's... (laughs) <laughs> That's a very good omen. Yeah, I know. It's like, he actually might, the yeah. boo hiss. I might as well button. just walk out now. Leave. <laughs> yeah. I stumbled okay. on that one. That's Thanks okay. for coming in, Skylar. Appreciate having you here. A mm. uh, bit bittersweet, though, because this will probably be your final appearance on the show. As not ever, not ever, but as as owner <laughs> and uh, proprietor of Death by Taco. You guys are closing your doors on March 31st, right? Yes, the end of this month. So, Southwest Florida, this is your signal to get it every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Any extra open days? Or just going to handle uh, the regular actually, schedule? Actually, ye- yesterday was our last off-site event. So, right now, yeah, just Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. For the Unless someone weeks. comes up with big money and says, please come and do my event. I'll do anything hint, for money. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes. But as of right now, yes. uh, last yes. two weeks here, how you feeling? Good, yeah. <laughs> you excited for a break? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think that's uh, it's like sad and it's weird, but um, I mean, it's not sad. I decided to do it, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's it feels it does feel nice that like uh, it's almost like come back full cir- circle where it's like uh, you can kind of view it as a little bit more fun now because it's not you know you have an know. end date, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're like you feel like you can put. It's like the it last two weeks of school, say, but like you can put like a little bit more uh, enthusiasm into it, you know? Yeah, yeah, like the last like week of school. Yeah. Now, would know. you say it's fair to say that the death of Death by Taco was by Taco? <laughs> that's, that's that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's that reminds me of your compromise menu item. It's like a statement inside of another statement. <laughs> yeah, There's yes. a tortilla wrapped around yes. that one. Indeed. Well, everyone I know locally will be very sad to see it go, but I am pumped about you not uh, slaving away inside of a little hot box. Yeah, three days a week. I mean, hot box and other things, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean that that has to be especially brutal over the summer. Oh, it's, you know? it's miserable. You picked a good date, probably to go. I, I was actually yeah, thinking as, that I as was it's like, getting warmer. Well, today's beautiful out, but you know, the last couple of weeks have been just getting so and hot and humid. And I mean, Victoria's on there more than I am. I'll just step on. And for like five minutes, I'll just look at her and be like, oh, man, it's hot. And she, as she's pouring with sweat, she's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, "Woo!" Yeah, Victoria and the mustachioed man who works sometimes as well. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, Scott, that is him. Yeah. Now, this uh, you're not transitioning into another restaurant, but that does not mean that you're leaving food entirely, right? No. You're not yeah. giving up on food. No, no. I, I'm, I like hopefully food will always be what it is. Just the restaurant. Bar life after 20 years uh, is long and hard. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, exhausting. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, I know you and I've had some conversations about like trying to raise a kid when your hours are until, you know, closing a bar at two, two o'clock in the morning and then having to clean up and put up bar stools and getting home at four. It's well, like, and I always tell people in the restaurant bar industry, you work when everyone else isn't working. So right. you have to work the holidays, the weekends, the nights. Uh, and when you have a kid who lives on that normal schedule of, they go to school during the day. They're off on the weekends. They have holidays off. They have these these breaks, and you just can't be there for it. So you want to, I want to, you know. Yeah, that is absolutely understandable. So yeah, she's, but what, she's eight. You know, where where are your interests uh, taking you after uh, the restaurant? You're still gonna do yeah. some some kind of food thing. Yeah, yeah. I try and do uh, recipe development um, and testing and stuff like that for. Uh, publications books um websites you know anything like that anybody who needs a recipe or wants a recipe tested or things like that somebody needs to hire you stat yeah man especially if you've had death by taco i mean i think i've had every menu item at this point and everything is good everything is good thanks yeah i try i've not had everything (laughs) <laughs> no, well, you got six more times. Probably, I mean, I've right? had, a, I've had pretty weeks. much everything. You know that mm-hmm. I'm a picky eater. You're Sky, not too picky. I'm not terrible. You but just don't do like mayonnaise and cheese, pretty much, and seafood. Yeah, and a, and a bunch of other stuff. There, <laughs> mayonnaise. You're, you're nothing compared to stacking them up. Some, some of these other people. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> some of these other people. You're the real reason he's leaving. <laughs> well, Skyler, we're glad to have you on yeah, today's episode I'm, of the No No. Thanks again for coming. And this will not be your last time ever on the podcast. You know, obviously. <laughs> and do you? Have I just any, wanted to add the drama a little bit. You know. Ooh, any <laughs> comments on a possible drawing maps reunion show? I would love to. Well, yeah, the other band that you followed up uh, yeah. the video with. I hope everybody in the in uh, drawing maps hears us. Holler at him. <laughs> hey, no. that We Were Young, or We Are Young, We Were Young Festival, that yeah. seems right up your guys' alley. You oh, could yeah. fit in on that show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, they want to give us a call. Screamo. <laughs> All right. Well, you brought some questions. Yes. Before we yes. get to those, let's go over a weekly wrap-up. Oh, yeah. Wednesday, we were at Point Ebel Brewing Company for quiz number 399. Well, I wasn't there. I was at a uh, wrestling show that came into town, AEW. But Seth was kind enough to take over hosting duties so I could go oh, that's fun. have a, a fun night out with the boys. Beaver Snake started off strong with a victory in round one, but lost footing to Wicked Bad Bitches and Hombres in round two. Round three's top scoring team was Hot Dot, leaving just one of those teams to earn enough points to be the overall victor. That being Wicked Bad in first place with 55 points, Beaver Snakes in second with 47 points, and Vinyl Countdown in third with 43 points. I believe that would be Marty from Beach Records team. Oh, Marty. And thank you again, Seth, for uh, covering hosting duties at Pointy Bell on Wednesday. On Thursday at Ollie's Pub, it was a very special evening because we had our 400th quiz at Ollie's. Just the tips started things off with a victory in round one before moving on to round two, where they also held the top score. But it was the Wet Boys who emerged victorious, ending our 400th quiz with 124 points. Just the Tips in second with 91 points, and Death Stars are the best stars in third with 59 points. Congratulations to them, as well as our other winners of the week. Mark, how did your teams do at Nice Guys Pizza over at the past couple weeks? Uh, I don't know about two weeks ago, and even last week is a little bit of a blur. I'm going to team points here. Uh, there's a team called Mark with a C that did very well. 
Um, but I don't think they won. Uh, they won the first round. I don't know. I'm kind of scrolling through here. <laughs> My weekly wrap-ups are always just a complete disaster. Fratty Natties with 65 points. Looks like they won the last round. However, Whiskey Tango won uh, won the whole evening from afar with 69 points. Nice! And they will be down here soon. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are getting your teams together to come down to Nice Guys. Are they going to be here before March 31st? They will be here the last Wednesday, I believe, of March. Hmm. Could be some so, death by taco in their future. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> the thirtieth is the day. That, well, I mean that Wednesdays you're closed, right? Will you open for for one <laughs> Thursday, right? You'll have that. Th- so Thursday's, Thursday's the next 31st. day. That's our last. That's our last. Going out on a Thursday. You couldn't wait until Friday. That was the thirty first. I said the end of March. Yeah, it's it a new business th- calendar. It fell on a Thursday. Oh, you know what? Maybe you'll be open on April 1st for April Fool's Day. Oh, wouldn't that be <laughs> don't, wonderful? Don't put hope in my mind, Mark. <laughs> don't put hope in my I'm mind. I'm just going to go out there and be like... <laughs> I'll just open <laughs> and but not door. have anything on the menu. I'll just be selling all the leftover sauces and pickles I have to get rid of. <laughs> there you go. That's hey, April Fool's. I got a quart of pickled pineapple. That ain't uh, too well, foolish. I know someone who would love the pickled... <laughs> any pickled onions or... Uh, pickled uh, vegetables that you have in general. I have a lot. So, okay, well, vegetables. hold on to those. If you missed trivia this week and you'd like to join us, you have a few opportunities to do so. This Wednesday, we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for No Nonsense Trivia Challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and suggest categories for next week's quiz. That's at Pointy Bell Brewing Company on Wednesdays at 7.30 in Fort Myers, Florida. On Thursdays, we're at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral for another quiz also based on your category request. That's also at 7.30. We hope you can join us. Prizes include gift cards, which can be spent on records, beer, or whatever else you can find for sale at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral. That's on Thursdays at 7.30. And of course, every week in Cape Coral, you can play Mark's Trivia on Wednesdays at Nice Guys Pizza or on Zoom starting at 8 p.m. And please... Don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit, and join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us, won't you? Yeah. Uh, we had a hot little team. We had a hot little team on Thursday. The Wet Didn't Boys. We? Oh, yeah. Philosophers two rounds. But woo, it was exciting, man. yeah, you, because you guys were jockeying for position in the first two rounds, like maybe two or three points in second place, each of those. And then, yeah, pulled it together in the third. I know uh, you had our friend Mikey on the team. Yes, and, Mike Mitchell, that yep, king. And he uh, he sat down, he came early and he sat down and I said hi to him and he said, I'm really bad at trivia, I don't know if uh, <laughs> what I'm going to get tonight. And then in round three... One of the five pointers. Two biggins. Yeah, I heard him go. Two biggins. I know this one. It was a D and D question. Mm-hmm. God love him. Yeah, and Fletcher just a madman. Oh, as you Seth getting some. It was, it was, it was all parties. We had a monster team. It was. It felt good. Do, it felt do, good. Do you get? Is it kind of frustrating when Mark comes to your trivia because you're like, shit, I cannot ask those questions now. Um, luckily I have enough questions that it's not even really an issue. I, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, like he already got the questions. (laughs) Like I asked them to him live, you know, and, uh, 
I, I don't know if it's, it's very rare that there's something like, oh, I was hoping that that would yeah. make it on the podcast. I try to write as many questions as possible that could go on the podcast so that if I if Mark does come to my Thursday trivia. So like things, you know, that, fine. things that could be a long, a long you know, mm-hmm. uh, sus and stuff like that. Right, right. And I have a small queue of backlog. So if, if Mark did decide to come out, I don't know why you would give up your, your own trivia on Wednesday and come visit me at Pointy <laughs> Bell. Fuck it. But uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a small queue of questions ready to go just do, in case. Do you reuse the same question for Wednesday and Thursday? No. I didn't think so. No, nope. yeah. they're so totally I mean, different. I, yeah. I, that was no. one of the big complaints when I, uh, when I, not just at Pointy Bell, but some other uh, places that I've, I've hosted trivia at, they said, the last place that came here used the same questions that they use at other venues throughout the week. And people would come and just like know all the answers immediately and get their oh, prize. Trash. So like yeah, I can't besmirch somebody person. for for doing that, you know, if that's what they want to do with their time. But knowing that as the host and as the question writer, no way, you know? Yeah. And I, uh, I think there were a few times when I was first starting out that I was like gambling, like, oh, I don't think that team from last night's going to be here, so maybe I can reuse them. And one time they did show up, and that that burned me enough that I was like, I can't do this anymore. I got to write fresh questions each time. I've had a couple people ask me to host trivia at their places, mm-hmm. um, and one of the first things I think of is I'd have to write twice as many questions. I'd have to start asking easy questions mm-hmm. because, like. I purposefully will like not include questions that I think are too easy, but that makes it a lot harder because you want them to be difficult, but not unsussable. But you've got like six, seven years of questions. You could always go far back. And yeah, I could. Those. I could go back into the repository. You know? It's true. But I mean, at some point it's going to catch up with me. Yeah. And some of those questions, not a lot of them, but some of them are not evergreen. Some of them are asking about current events or whatever. Makes I guess sense. I could say, a mudslide <laughs> in 2018. Those <laughs> are the tough ones. Yeah. Usually like if it's like a environmental disaster or something like that, because there are so many of them. Yeah. You kind of have to have like a personal connection or something. The world sucks so much. It's hard to just guess Haiti yeah. and you'll probably be right. Most of the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's take a break and then we'll come back with our first round of questions with Skylar. And we're back. I've got an easy one for you guys right off. Love it. I'm going to give you guys a nice underhanded pitch. Thank you. What name of a sport and a beer translates to mean Merry Festival in Basque? What name of a sport and a beer translates to mean Merry Festival in Basque? B-A-S-Q-U-E. Where's Basque from? I think What's it's a Middle Eastern language. Nope. No? I don't think so. I think it's over by Spanish? Spain and France. Spanish. <laughs> like a, it's over by Spanish. It's Spanish. It's Spanish. I, I, well, it's, yeah. I, will, I will say I'm kind of I'm kind of embarrassed that I have zero I don't really have an idea, especially I've worked in the beer industry for a very long time. 
I do know of a beer and a sport, one that we talked about recently on the podcast. Highlight. Highlight, where the frontons ah, uh, yes. are used. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Highlight, yeah. So, uh, Merry Festival, is that what you said? Yes. Let's go with Highlight. Yeah, I can see that. Highlight is correct. All yeah. Right. yeah. Spain. Great beer. Probably what, Spain. I in, probably what I have in my fridge at home. There you go. Yeah. Highlight is... I spent about 20 minutes this morning watching professional t- uh, cup stacking. Okay. I thought you were going to talk about highlight. Yeah, I know, me too. No. Like, oh, well, the I was indo- thinking of like professional sports or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, watching these people fucking beat these records like over and over again. For They're just building like a pyramid structure? Or? There's a couple different ones. There's a couple different. There's, there's one where you build three by three, and then there is a three nine three. Um, uh, then they do a, uh, what do they call it? They do a relay where they have people build three nine three, and the next person comes up. Then they have another one um, where they go through all these. They do like a three three three, then a three nine three. They do like these different versions of it, and these people are like doing this like under five seconds. And it's just just muscle memory. It's so insane. Yeah. It's so insane to watch it. And they have doubles where one person uses the right hand, the other person uses their left hand and they, and they stack, they they synergize. So some people will like, like kind of like creep behind the person. And some people they'll put their right and arm or left arm around each other. And one will act as the left hand and one will act as the right. And they do this. It's, it's so incredible. This, This might be the most pathetic sport to get into and suck at. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. well it's funny because you see all these, knocks the cups over damn it you see all these people in the back and then you've got you know these people that are just breaking guinness book of world records and then like breaking their own record 10 minutes mm-hmm. later and you're just like why am i even doing this right like yeah you know it kind of reminds mean? me of like uh rubik's cubes competitions rubik's cube competitions yeah oh well that's yeah. actually how we got started we we're watching rubik's cubes and oh. a thing on how because I think my, look at that. My friend Shane, hire me algorithm. My friend Shaney was like, "Have you ever solved a Rubik's cube?" And I was like, "No." And I was like, "You know, but I know there's like supposed to be some secret. There's like a move. It's like yeah, there's an algorithm. This, mm-hmm. this, this, and then go back." And I was like, "Probably easy enough." I was lost <laughs> it two minutes in. Mm-hmm. He's just like, "You gotta make sure." I mean, I did learn some stuff. It's like, oh, the corner pieces have like. Certain colors on each corner. Yeah, but like, yeah, you can't just like pick what colors go on what side. That's one key thing that right. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, well that makes sense. I was immediately lost. But then we started watching people solving Rubik's cubes in like four seconds. Yeah, that's insane. What in the actual fucking fuck? <laughs> Aliens, bro. Aliens. And then I was like, oh, you think this is nuts? Wait until you see cup stacking. Also nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, you had a question about beer. Mm. Let's have a question about German food to compliment it. There you go. All right. What Bavarian cheese spread is prepared by mixing uh, thirds of aged soft cheese with one part butter? I'm going to be honest with you. Seth told me this question. I believe. Sounds delicious. Because he asked it in his trivia. However... Damn it. But so this was an unexpected thing <laughs> to have my <laughs> guest host tell Mark off. off a, uh, now he mentioned it because yeah. in the in the original question you wrote, you did not include the amount of cheese, I believe. Mm. And so he had to like look it up and then put it in there. He also told me no one got it right. 
I've, yeah, I've never even, I've never heard of this. He then told me the answer, but I do not remember the answer. Hmm. <laughs> so I think I think I found a typo here. Yeah, that's the typo yeah. I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. What Bavarian cheese spread is prepared by mixing two thirds aged aged soft cheese with one part butter? I have zero idea. Yeah, me too. Even though I heard the answer, I still don't know it. Well, this works out well for me. The only spreadable like cheese thing I can really think of is like pimento cheese. It's not that. But that's not it's really something a with cheese. an O or something. There's an O in it somewhere. Like awful. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I haven't fallen down the, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I haven't fallen down that German food uh path just yet. Yeah. I guess we'll say um Fermunda. Mm. <laughs> From underwear. <laughs> From under these nuts. <laughs> no, it is not. That is not the name of it. It is Obatsta. Okay. Obatsta. Never You've never good. had it? Sounds I'm good. I'm so surprised. I thought you were going to be I right. Mean, honestly, like, when have I really eaten German food? I don't know. I, I mean, there's actually a lot of German restaurants around here. I've just never been super. No offense to the German. I've just never been super intrigued by you, you need most to European try it. food. You need to try it with All a pretzel right. or I said something it sounds like great. that. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. I was going to say, good. if you were going to take a deep dive Kyle into a specific kind of food next, if if someone was to say, you know, French food, like a national food, yeah. that you were going to like take a, as deep a dive as you have, like Spanish food or Mexican food, what would it be? Uh, well, this is very broad, but I would say in general, Asian food. Been okay. My obsession the last couple of years, especially Chinese food, Szechuan food. Um, I love uh, Thai food. Uh, yeah, Vietnamese buddy. food. I just love, absolutely love Asian food. Yeah, it's good. And I, I mean, I, I guess uh, Asian, uh, yeah, Asian food in general because I love Indian food. I've gotten really into that. Even northern North African food. Bibimbap. Yeah, all just so good. My dream. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is that you open up a sandwich shop someday? That's but. that's that's my that's my retirement plan. Ah, okay. I gotta like, wait a little bit like for that. One, yeah, one day I'm just gonna open a little sandwich shop. Only be open like for lunch. Couple sandwiches because I've had your sandwiches, they are incredible. Thanks, you're welcome. All right, uh, let's now see. Ask us a fucking question. All right, yeah, let's stick with uh, the, the, the German okay. theme. I like this. Wow, okay, right. pressure's on for me. <laughs> what popular German candy brand traditionally gives away free candy in exchange for chestnuts during the holiday season? Oh, one more time. What popular German candy brand traditionally gives away free candy in exchange for chestnuts during the holiday season? Kinder? Is that a kind of candy? Yeah, Kinder Egg, mm-hmm. Kinder Bueno? Garden. Do they have a... Is bueno is one of their... Well, that's all fucked up. That's like a candy bar, though. German, Spanish? Um, yeah. I mean, Kinder is, is German for child. Yes. I was thinking of a candy that uh, seemed lawless when I was a child. Now, they had displays in the grocery store, and they suggested that you go put a quarter in to take a sample or a dime or something. But most people, I think, just like swiped a free thing of candy. And that would be Brock's. Is Brock German? Uh, it sounds German. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're orange chocolate ones. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. They had a. I, what happened to those? I guess they just got out of the display. I Probably too, they were no just one's paying them. for them. This <laughs> is a total loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody basically, was, nobody was paying for them. Which is so funny because I don't feel like there weren't 
maybe at the time there weren't that many like bulk items. Like now, if you go to the grocery store, there's usually like a bulk section mm-hmm. where you might be able to, you know, sneak a couple yogurt covered raisins or something <laughs> like that. But back then there weren't like the self help or self serve, uh, items so maybe that had something to do with it but do they still have those things where you can pour your own coffee beans into a thing and buy pay for it yeah that's certain places dude when i was a kid and my parents well my mom used to go food shopping i'd go with her i'd go and like get a couple coffee beans so i could smell them i've never been big on the taste of coffee but i love the smell of coffee i well i love coffee in general but yes the aroma is just Mm -hmm. amazing should we go with brock's Kinder, this, you know, we've been talking about candy and, and bars and stuff like that. I feel like Kinder, it's it's like more chocolate than candy. You know what I mean? Where Brock's is a candy brand and they're doing the giveaways already with the 10 cent. I mean, it's not a giveaway, but they're already trading on a uh, on a micro scale. Let me know? just ask you this. Mm-hmm. If we go to him and we say Kinder or if we say Brock's and he says it's Kinder, how are you going to feel? I would accept it, you know. Of course he would. But uh, monster. I don't know. Are there any other German candies? I'm sure there are. Werther's Originals are those German? Those are American. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Um, Seems like some Black German forest. They make gummy bears. Ham. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a German thing. But if you want to go with Brock's, man, we can. Toblerone. I was thinking Toblerone, but I think that's Swiss or yeah. something like that. Hmm. Lifesavers. What else we got? M&M's. Those are Mars. Hershey's. Uh, Hitler mints. <laughs> Almost has a question about M&M's and Hershey. Gobel stoppers. Oh, my God. Let's just go with Brock's. All right, we're okay. going to go with Brock's. Wrong. Wrong. Uh, the answer is Haribo. Oh! And you said you said gummy bears when you talked about Black Forest. I was like, "Fuck, he's on. Yeah. He's on the path." God damn it! I forgot it. that Haribo was German. I mean, those things Paul are Haribo. Amazing. So they give you free gummy bears if you bring them. That's chestnuts. a niche joke. Um, <laughs> uh, he pulled all his music off Spotify. I was so upset. Uh, I don't remember the exchange rate. Okay, but you bring in uh, is chestnuts or acorns? What's uh, you could do game? either one. Why do they want these chestnuts and acorns? I, it became, um, I think it just became a. Oh, they f- they feed them to something. It just became a tradition a long time ago, and you would go to the factory and these kids and they collect chestnuts and they exchange them for gummy bears. I think, and it just became a tradition. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. We just guessed. We just talked a little bit about Germany. Here's a question about Switzerland. It's kind of by there. <laughs> Um, Simplon Pass, S-I-M-P-L-O-N, Simplon Pass in the Alps connects Switzerland with what other country? Hmm, geography. Isn't it France? By the way, Brox is an Illinois company, Illinois-based. Oops. German name, though. I mean, there's a few countries over there that are around the Alps. Well, which, what part of, of the countries the Alps fall on? Are they Western, Eastern? I think they're like Central. Throughout. Oh, okay. <laughs> or there's, if I remember correctly, there's France, and then there's like a slim, shady country in between that's not, it doesn't totally separate. 
between the other countries. There's like a pocket country. I can never remember the name of that. But like the country? Huh? Can't remember the name of the country? No. The pocket country? No. Yeah, I mean, I'm very bad at uh, I almost said I almost said geometry. <laughs> so that's, a, that's how fucking bad I am. You're so geography, I call it geometry. You were like repulsed of the idea of geography. So so much so that you won't even say the name. It doesn't exist to me. Let's just go with France. I'm bad at it too. Okay. France. France France is incorrect. The correct answer is Italy. Oh. Italy. Italy. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's a fr- bit further more west. They're near each other. I'm thinking the Pyrenees. What I was saying about the pocket country wasn't even related to the Alps. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for wasting our yeah. time. All right. Uh, everybody knows I'm bad at geography. Everybody we ha- we do have, some, though, I will say on the Discord, there's been some great discourse about various uh, study apps that you can use uh, for trivia and geography and such. I've actually been using uh, World Maps lately to do some quizzes on. That's an mm-hmm. app that they have on the Android platform, who I found out through... Kimya Dawson, oh. a uh, musician that we enjoy, singer-songwriter. Shout out to Kimya Dawson. Who went on tour with Paul Barabo, who I, I saw them, who I messaged or I mentioned earlier. I saw them play together at the Planetarium where I saw your them band played. Yeah. Full and circle. I actually um, tuned, I put a string on for Paul Barabo and tuned it for him. While he did a uh, acapella number because his string broke, he was and he, he was wowed fucking, at my ability yeah. to uh, to tune by ear, and he just fucking blew me away. Yeah. So show. the Paul Haribo joke I made before was referencing Paul Barabo, who went on tour with Kimia Dawson. A lot of things just lining up today. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've never heard Paul Barabo's music, you you should. He's outstanding. Yes. Or Kimia Dawson's. Kimia Dawson also. Yes, yeah. of course. You've probably heard Kimia Dawson on the Juno soundtrack. She's got enough exposure with the moldy mm-hmm. peaches and such. Paul Barabo, however, not a lot of exposure. Great love songs. Very, very wears his heart on his sleeve. Very, very outstanding. Yes, I love him. Speaking of love, dating shows. My next category for you guys. <laughs> Keep the segues going. Yeah. Carmen Electra replaced Jenny McCarthy as presenter of what dating show that first ran on MTV? From 1995 to 1998. This is like, we should know this. I know. Because that's when I was obsessed with MTV. So you don't know it? I, 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 I might be able to come to it. Yeah, okay. We're in the same position then. Um, Jenny McCarthy. Oh, um. God. It's like I know it. This is, to me, this is what makes a good question. Oh, absolutely. It's the tip of the tongue. Yep, yep, yep. This is the stuff. This is this makes me salivate. Um, it was this was such an important show to me because I was ten to thirteen years old when it was on the air with Carmen Electra and Jenny McCarthy. Oh God, as I'm trying to remember the exact premise to try to remind me of what the name is. Can you repeat the question one more time? Carmen Electra replaced Jenny McCarthy on what dating show? That ran on MTV from 1995 to 1998. Yeah, I don't know the exact premise either. I do remember there being like a little Cupid guy who would shoot a little arrow. And I just remember that that changeover from Jane McCarthy to Carmen Electra. Singled out. There you go. I think that's it. It's called Singled Out. I, I knew it was in there. All right. It just took me a minute. We're going to say Singled Out. Nice. Well done, Mark. Thank that's you. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Singled out. Tell us more. 
That's all I got on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Other than I watched it, and I don't even Russian remember that with you. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll ha- you'll have made a question solely to give five minutes worth of facts after you're done with it. <laughs> Sometimes you'll just go singled out. I'm not prepared for anything else. Please go. Yeah, I can't even remember who the host of that show was. I do remember Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electra being on it, but I don't think they were the host. I just had the weirdest thought of who the host was, but I'm not even going to say it because I know it's wrong. Michael Malley? Uh, maybe. Was he the guy that had the... He was on Guts. Good. Do, 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 do you have it? Um, oh my god, it was! It was? Yeah. No, oh. no. It was the name I was going to say that I didn't think it was him. Oh, well, okay. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> what? I was like, there's no way it was Chris Hardwick. It was fucking Chris what, Hardwick. What's, what's he look like? He's the guy who did uh, fucking, what's it called? Um, Late Night? Um... At, uh, at at midnight. At midnight. Okay. Late yeah, night. yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the nerdist. Right when I was coming to at midnight, you're like late, and I was like, my brain short circuited because you said night, and I was like, it cannot be. He also co-founded the Nerdist. Yes. 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 The media company. How are you going to segue into your question? Uh, well, are you talking about MTV? Let's talk about music. Oh. Actually, same uh, same year. All right, or one of the same years. On Metallica's 1998 album of covers, Garage Inc., what song is performed featuring members of Primus, Blues Traveler, Alice in Chains, and Faith No More? Whoa. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what covers? There's Whiskey in the Jarro. One of my all-time favorite covers. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. That was the single, I think. Turn the page. Have we have we discussed the Kid Rock song where he samples "Sweet Home Alabama"? I don't. I don't think so. Hear me out. Now, first off, I hate Kid Rock. All right, <laughs> I respect him. I know he's he knows a lot about. You music respect and stuff. him. I have some respect for him. Okay, I have some respect for him. So don't come at me if you're a Kid Rock fan. I, I can only imagine one percent of our <laughs> listeners are Kid Rock yeah. fans. I don't. Um, I don't respect. Them. I'll just okay. say that. Fair enough. <laughs> In general, in that song, he says, and I quote: "Drinking whiskey out the bottle, not thinking about tomorrow." Okay, mm-hmm. does not rhyme. <laughs> he should have said. Drinking whiskey out the jarro, not thinking about tomorrow. Mm. He would have been making a Thin Lizzy reference slash old Irish song reference. It would have actually rhymed. The only thing you have to change is what you're drinking it out of. Yep. I bet some executive would have had a problem with them and been like, out of a jar, what? We can't sell that. You're we can't play that in a whiskey commercial. Metallica. Yeah. It's like the perfect law. He's like the perfect. We setup. know that. We know that. But I'm talking about you know, Joe oh, consumer. Um. So blues traveler's got to be John Popper, known pervert. <laughs> really? What? Well, he said featuring members of Primus, Blues Traveler. So oh, that's got to be Blues Traveler. I, I miss Blues Traveler. I you miss Blues. I don't traveler. know. I heard a lot of band names in the. You said Blues Traveler, mm-hmm. Faith No More. Primus. Primus. But you're looking and for the Alice song. Chains. So I'm saying, should we think of a song with harmonica? Mm, okay. Because you know it wasn't like the fucking drummer of Blues Traveler. 
Like, who the fuck's it, that guy? Exactly. <laughs> it's not the been, bassist. It might, dude. These collaborations that happens we, all the time. It's don't like bass player from this, this shit. You no, know no, it's no, 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 no. When you go on like, uh, like that, uh, um, what was it? That band that like Lemmy did with uh, Dave Grohl. They were pulling in everybody. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, all members of rhythm sections were the vulture or something vultures. No, that's no. them crooked vultures with John Paul Jones. Shake your blood. Zeppelin. Shake your blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then it's the guitarist of Blues Trap. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know it's John I'm fucking I'm going for Popper. songs here. You're trying to you're 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 speculating on which band member is in Because each of if it's John Popper, mm-hmm. then it would be helpful probably to think of a song they may cover with harmonica. How many songs have harmonica? A lot less than guitar, bass, and drums, right? Can you name one? Yeah, uh, What Would You Say by Dave Matthews Band. No, 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 on this Hook. Metallica cover record. Do you know the Metallica cover record? Any songs that are done other than Whiskey in the Jar? I've already thrown out two. Turn the page. <laughs> turn the page. <laughs> it wasn't Turn the Page. How about So What? You remember that song? They do, like, maybe two Misfits songs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think either of them feature... I'm just thinking of those bands like Faith and More. They'd probably want to get down on a Misfits cover song, something a little fast and different. Mm-hmm. What was the other Misfits song? Maybe they did Attitude. It's hard to remember because they did some Metallica song. They did. They've been doing Misfits songs for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, there's some that they have done in the past that they didn't put on that record. I was going to say it's I keep wanting to jump in the conversation just because you guys are talking about music, but I don't want to like, <laughs> you don't give point, it away. Yeah. And I'm just like, I have all these well, comments on time. all these songs. You'll have your time. We just got to come up with our guess. Yeah. Um, Those are the only three songs I remember for sure. I didn't even was turn the page on that or was that on a different record? I think it was. Oh, I don't know. It would make sense for it to be on it. Mm hmm. I think we need to think of a song that has harmonica that possibly they covered. The Roseanne theme. <laughs> God, that would be amazing. Metallica covering Roseanne. At the end, he laughs instead of Roseanne. At the end, it's the laugh from uh, from Master of Puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to make a a uh, a version of that uh, Roseanne theme in the style of Metallica with <laughs> with less Claypool. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so as trying to like pick apart these bands and who's probably used, you would think it's probably less Claypool from Primus, mm-hmm. John Popper, who tells girls to fucking masturbate to the thought of. Him jerking off, playing <laughs> harmonica. Allison Chains. Is he doing those at the same time? Allison Chains could be anybody mm-hmm. because they're all pretty well known yeah. at their instrument, but very well could be Jerry Cantrell. That's what I was thinking. So we've got bass, guitar, and harmonica. Yep. Now Faith No More. Drummer, Mike. Mike uh, oh, I want to say Mike Portnoy. Uh, that's no, what I was about. It's not Patton. him, though. Um, the Mike. Is Mike Patton? No, no, Mike oh. Patton's a singer. I, yeah. it's, his name is, um, I'll come to it. Dave? <laughs> Every time you say a name, I think of another drum, like Dave Lombardo. Mike Mike Portnoy. No, I'll, I'll think of it. Just give me a little bit of time. He's got giant dreads. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Metallica. <laughs> On top of all that, you've also got Metallica hanging out and, and doing their stuff. Yeah. I guess um, Jerry Kane Troll could just be singing, maybe. Since no one else in Metallica sings, really. Yeah, I can't name a Metallica song on that record that has another vocalist than James Hetfield. Can you? No. I haven't listened to that album a lot. I know the singles, but... I'm a sucker for covers. Yeah, I am so too. So I, I, I love that album because it's like 50 songs between the two, two discs, and it's just so many good covers. I wonder if it would be... I wonder if it would be a... Um, Black Sabbath song. I don't know why I'm getting that in my head. Um, Primus covered Nativity in Black on a cover. That's a good fucking cover, if you're looking. Mm-hmm. It's Primus with Ozzy Osbourne singing. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I've actually never heard that. It's I can imagine good. it being good, though. Yeah. Um, Harmonica. Something heavy with harmonica. Or maybe it's not heavy. Because by that time, they were friends don't let their friends cut their hair. Or get haircuts. They were. I remember the cover of the record. They're all outside of a garage. And James Hetfield's like wiping his hands clean. Working on some. Something in the garage. Mm -hmm. Ink. (laughs) Working Working on ink in the garage. Um. What I like about you? What the hell has harmonica in it? <laughs> what I like about you? <laughs> just thinking, yeah, just thinking of all these Metallica versions <laughs> of these songs. <laughs> if, you know, we could sit here another 20 minutes, and I think you might come across it, but I think we should just go with some songs we know that are on the album, at least. I mean, how many songs have harmonica in the mark? So many. Like... No, 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 I agree with you, but I yeah. don't think we should just go. I think we're better off guessing uh, something. We've been on this for like five, ten minutes at this point. Like we need right, to say the Roseanne theme. No, we'll say whiskey in the jar. Oh, oh, uh, the Roseanne theme's not on there. <laughs> it would be more likely to be the Roseanne theme. Wrong. <laughs> uh, the answer is Tuesday's gone. Oh, Leonard Skinner. Oh, okay. it's, and it's another band with 18 million members. It's very good because they, <laughs> they, they just jam on it. You should definitely I check will it check out. it it's out. Very good. Now, who are the members of these bands? Do you remember? Uh, definitely Les Claypool. Definitely Popper. Oh, okay. Um, it's right I, on those. I don't, those I don't, and I honestly don't remember who, uh, what members of Alice in Chains of Faith on were. Hey, Mike Borden. Oh, Mike Borden is the it, name he of the is drummer. Mike. It very well could be him, and I would guess probably Jerry Cantrell shredding the guitar. Then, oh, and it turn the page is on that album. That was okay. the lead single off the album. Got it right. Yeah, I'm seeing if I can find this. Uh... And they covered what Misfit they, Misfit songs they covered. They covered Green Hill, Green they Hill, cover, yeah. uh, Last Caress, Last Caress. Remember their their cover, uh, cover of uh, Stone Cold Crazy. Yeah. So good. Very good. So cool, crazy, you know. They did that at the, uh, the festival. It was, uh, it was Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains, but it was Jim Martin, formerly of Faith oh, No More, credited as Fatso. And also Pepper Keenan from Corrosion of Conformity. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes okay. sense. Yeah, I, for, I didn't include COC because I figured that. I almost didn't include a Blues Traveler hint because I thought that would give it away. 
So I, I didn't list all the bands, all the members that jammed on that, but that's awesome. I'll listen to that on the way home. Cool. Right. Let's take a break. Let's get our shit together. Let's listen to that Tuesday's Gone cover and then come back and do a second round of trivia along with some no notes. Oh, yeah. Some miscorrections. Probably more of those. (laughs) Okay, fantastic. We're back, and it's time for some missed corrections. Missed corrections. Okay, first up, I was very intrigued by your Peppo hint, Mark, for the uh, watermelon. And I did find, I, I wouldn't say that this is a missed correction necessarily, but a bit of a clarification for you. Uh, Peppo seems to be a general term for a type of berry, not just a watermelon. This is from Wikipedia. Joseph Gartner published a two-volume work, uh, De Fructibus et Semnibus Plantarum, or the fruits on the fruits of seeds and plants, between 1788 and 1792. In addition to Linnaeus' eight terms, he introduced seven more, including Peppo, for the berry-like fruits of cucurbits. A Peppo was distinguished by being a fleshy berry with the seeds different, distant from the axis, and so nearer the fruit wall. Peppos include cucurbits, including squashes, cucumbers, melons, and watermelons. Okay. Fair uh, enough. Mr. Magoo, the actor, uh, mostly in the 50s as a cartoon character, not the 60s as I was guessing. Just wanted to clarify that. There were four different actors for Mr. Magoo. Jim Backus, Greg Burson, Jim Conroy, and Ian Hanlon. Jim Backus being the primary voice. And also, there is a Ford Echo Star. It turns out it is a oh, rare okay. development car, though it's not. It wasn't okay. on the roads, but it did introduce uh, some features to their line that are still used in their uh, in their uh, products today. But I would just let you know that that did exist. Um, not that that makes any difference with my answer. And we do have a note here from Trent. Trent writes, "Hey guys, I'm Trent. I've been hosting trivia up in Tampa for a few years." And I've recently started to write my own questions instead of hiring a company to supply them for me. Hell yeah. I stumbled upon your show in December and have completely caught up from episode one. Thank there you, Trent. Thank you so much. These monster-ass episodes. I'm definitely going to have to get down to each one of your trivias ASAP, but until then, I've included my first beef time no-note and rate my question. Oh, oh wow. Not Triple that, threat. Not that I expect you to use them all. <laughs> Smiley face. Beef time. My beef is not with the show, but rather your frequent guest and our mutual friend, Justin Peterson, who didn't tell me about your show sooner, which left me to have a mini freak out when I heard him for the first time on my favorite pod on one of my favorite podcasts. He actually designed my brain space trivia logo. Oh, okay. No note. In episode 192, I think A.A. Ron was trying to include the hint that all three countries shared a border with one country, Saudi Arabia. So I've included a way to ask that. So that it might work the original way that he was trying to ask. Uh, this is Trent's version. What are the three countries that each have a unique starting letter and share a border with Saudi Arabia? That is some good shit. 
Nice and clean. Yes. Love it. Pibs. This way, if you don't know Saudi Arabia's neighbors, you can still figure out the unique letters part, and I'm not sure what part of the world, and, and know what part of the world you're looking in. Not sure if that makes it too easy. I think I like that version of it, actually. I, I will, do like I will that give too. that Pibs. And then we have a uh, rate my question here, which we'll get to later. Uh, thanks for the show. I truly enjoy it. I've also just signed up as a proverbial lightkeeper, so I'll be Bless catching you. up on all that extra content. Cheers, Trent. Thank Trent. you, Trent. Oh, this podcast is made for you, friend. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's made for many people, but I feel like the Trents of the world is what we truly had in mind when we started this. Yes? <laughs> you got to think of Trent. Oh, yeah. 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 And thanks for writing in, uh, Trent, and for all that... Uh, those notes, and uh, we'll get to your rate my question soon. Mm-hmm. And if you have yet to do so, not just Trent, but anybody listening, please take a moment to review our show mm. on Apple Podchaser, Good Pods, wherever else you might Bad find pods. a review po- uh, review section. And if you'd like to write us with a missed correction, a rate my question, or even just a little no note, you can write to us at nononsensetrivia@gmail.com or call us at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six. Or find us on social media. Lee? Are you ready for a question? Lee? Yes. Now, as I've mentioned, my questions come from uh, player category requests. And this request was, like, crazy long, but I actually had to research what was being asked about because it said, like, 2000s CPGs targeted at at children. I was like, what's a CPG? You guys know? No. Nope. Consumer packaged goods. So this would be like the uh, green ketchup they were talking about oh, earlier. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, things that like are specifically like you need to buy them and replenish them over and over again for kids. So 2000s era kids foods, my category for you. What kids yogurt smoothie was heavily endorsed by the Sprouse twins, stars of Disney's The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody? What kids yogurt smoothie? was heavily endorsed by the Sprouse Twins, stars of Disney's The Sweet Life with Zack and Cody. This is all you, man. You know, I was by the time Zack and Cody came around, I was a little too old for uh, Nickelodeon, but Nick, or Nick, Disney, Nick, whatever Nick, it was. Nick, Nick. But um, I'm trying to think of a yogurt smoothie. So is it... If it's a if it's a CBG like you that you, like you explained, it wouldn't be something like that like a like a restaurant. It would be something that you bring home. Right. Yeah. Smoothie is frozen, so it would be a product you buy to make it. It's it's. So I confused. think. I think it is just because I kind of think I know it, but I don't. One of those. But I think what it was was like one of those plastic bottles, almost like. That green juice comes in. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you peel off the the top, yeah, and it's yeah. got a lid. And I think it's like a yogurt thing where you're supposed to shake it up and drink it. Okay, I don't. So you can get your probiotics. I don't think I know what it's called then. Yeah, I don't either. I My first guess go-gurt. was gogurt. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a smoothie, right? Yeah, no. I mean, it's I guess a better guess than anything. Maybe that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We'll just say gogurt. Gogurt. Now, the answer is Danimals. Oh, Danimals. I Danimals. They did a series. They still of, make them. Yep. They got like the, we we Lachlan calls them monkey milk because they, <laughs> they have like cute. they have like little like monkey like yeah, they're they shaped like animal. monkeys mm-hmm. yeah like different animals but yeah anyway 
Yeah, yeah. So okay. the Sprouse twins did a series of commercials. They even had like a, a contest where you could like go on a cruise with them or something. Could you imagine? A Danimals cruise. Fuck, we gotta go on this cruise with this weirdo that won that contest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about drinks. Let's talk about food. All right. Okonomiyaki in Japan. Gion in Korea. And Dosa in India. Are all versions of what food? Alright. One more time. Okonomiyaki in Japan. Gion in Korea. That's J-E-O-N. And Dosa in India are all versions of what food? Alright, so go to, I'm going to say... I think they're all form of like a bread, like a quick bread. Hmm. I was thinking dumpling. Maybe they're all types of dumplings, but I don't know. That was, that was just the first thing that popped in my mind. Uh, I can't think of what is India. What, what I say India, yeah. Indian. I can't think of any Indian dumplings. Yeah, but I can think of like their flatbread, flatbreads, or I was thinking it's the dosas and the 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 Korean version I've never heard of. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking like. Is it either a quick bread or a rice dish? But I think rice is too general. Can't mm, just be like it's yeah. a rice dish. That's easy. All Asian countries. Yeah, I think it's some kind of like a like a like a quick bread, like a like a pastry, like a pita or something like that. Or? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like a flat bread or like a like a like yeah, exactly. Mm. So should we just go with bread? Unless it needs to be hyper. Uh, Gentlemen, mm-hmm. at my trivia on Wednesday, everyone successfully put a wager. At the bottom of their first round score, and because of that, I gave them a small hint with this question. Would you like me to give you the version with a small hint? Yeah. I would love that. Sure. Okonomiyaki in Japan, Gion in Korea, and Dosa in Indian are all versions of what breakfast food? Okonomiyaki in Japan, Gion in Korea, and Dosa in India are all versions of what breakfast food? So, oh, okay, so I'm thinking it's like a yeah, like a pancake. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking like a scallion pancake okay. is what I was thinking for the. So I'm gonna say a pancake. Yeah, let's go with it. Yeah, pancake, pancake is correct. Yay! Right. So I was nice. like, like a quick, yeah. I was like picturing like a quick bread. All right. Okay. There you go. Like a crepe or something. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wait, is it my Okonomiyaki? This haunted French breakfast. Yeah, because that's that's the, the Japanese creeps. dish that's like covered with like the QP mayo and like the drizzle of like the soy sauce, right? Am I thinking of the right thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm. I, uh, I I stole that joke, by the way. If you heard it under me, I didn't talking under Skylar. This haunted French breakfast place is giving me the creeps. <laughs> stole that from uh, Bob's Burgers. Blaine Capatch, actually. Oh yeah, very very funny guy outrageously funny guy all right so this question i'm for some reason so you guys have talked about the french mother sauces so many times oh my god so i'm afraid that this question has been asked if it has it's been so long so what common everyday condiment was originally part of the french mother sauces before hollandaise later took its place oh this is og og mother sauces wow one Mm. more time 
What common everyday condiment was originally part of the French mother sauces before Hollandaise later took its place? Ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise would probably be the most three, the three top common condiments. Mayonnaise right? is my guess. Yeah. Hollandaise took its place? That's crazy. What big news in the fucking food world there must be? What if you go the opposite direction, though? What if it's like something strong like mustard and you want to pull it back a little bit? You know? Hollandaise is egg based, though. Mm. So is mayonnaise. Yeah. Now I'm- and, and mother sauce is being like a base sauce? Yeah. But you'd want to. Screams repl- mayo. <laughs> you'd want to replace the mustard because it's too strong. <laughs> Isn't that and everything? Tone it back a little bit. What are the mother sauces? I don't want to get into this. Bechamel. Yep. Tomato. Yeah, tomato. Mm. Um, the Spanish one. Value or whatever it's called. There's one with a V. The Espanol or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, Espanol. And something with an M, I think. Mornay. Is Mornay one? No. Mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise might be our... Let's go with Mayonnaise. Are there any other sauces that you can think of that it might common condiments? So barbecue sauce, um, can you salad dressing. I mean, what are we barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce, horseradish, um, Worcestershire, 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 Worcester. Um. Worcestershire. Have you? You're not a ranch guy, I know. But have you ever had Jets Ranch? No. Amongst ranch lovers, Jets Pizza is known for their ranch. I'm like that. I'm like that vegetarian. That obviously I'm not vegetarian, but I'm like that vegetarian who gets drunk and like then is like, I don't care if there's ham on this. Yeah. I kind of get that way with ranch. You, what are you doing on it? You want to go a get late drunk night. and eat ranch together? It's a late night uh, food item there's for like, you. You know, like. I'm in a mood for a dip, you know, and there's something on the table and there's no other dip. And in my head, I'm like, don't do it. Just eat it without the dip. And then you do it and you're like, fuck, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? All right. Uh, okay. Someone get Greg on the line. I think let's go with mayo. Yeah, we're going to say mayonnaise. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. It's one, one of the original mother sauces. What a demotion. It now was, you're just a condiment. So there's like the daughter sauces and blah, blah, blah. So it's, when they when when they were I don't remember the name of the book or what it was, but when they were kind of like rewriting some of this stuff, they like just kind of the the author just kind of rearranged it on his own uh, to what he considered. So his opinion huh. became fact, but it was never the How truth. Wild, right? Was he a cook at all or anything? I honestly don't remember. Like I don't remember how that transition happened. That would be even more frustrating. He's just like some dude who's like. I don't. I like hollandaise. I don't like mayo. <laughs> yeah, and just like took it off and was like, "Fuck you!" Right? Someone was telling me about a fucking breakfast place that had key lime hollandaise. So these key limes had a lemon in it. I think so. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely treacherous. Yeah. yeah, lemon works way better with like that. But I mean, I guess you know, you never know. Yeah, depends I on what you're serving it with. I guess. Whoever it was, I think it may have been Kristen telling me this story. She was like, it was so disgusting. Yeah. She just had to like pour other stuff on it to be able to eat it. If there was like lobster or it avocado sounds, or something like that. It sounds like, like an idea that someone's like, it sounds 
like oh it's also a citrus and, yeah and, and, and it's florida so let's do key lime but they never they didn't try it before they put it on the menu they're like just make the holidays but put key lime juice in it instead of lemon what if it's been, going on a pie you spend so <laughs> yeah. much time thinking about if you could you never stopped and asked yourself if you should it's like one of the first things Drastic i pie. one of the first things i ever like cooked and like tried to make my own i like had an idea was banana bread crusted fish hmm How'd that work out? It was horrible. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> in my head, I was like, well, I'm not going to use banana bread. I'm going to use like a breading like you normally would, but I'm going to put like, I'm going to crush up some like dried banana chips and put that and then mm. some walnuts. So uh, that was the, yep, wasn't good. <laughs> I could yep, see that working. <laughs> I mean, if it was giving it kind of a sweet, you know, crust. Or the execution like that. was horrible because I'd never done anything like that yeah. before. But so, yeah, maybe because uh, nut crusted fish. <laughs> you got yourself on that one. <laughs> I was fucking the fish and nutting inside of it. Uh, no, no, the crust is on the outside. Mac, Mark. Like macadamia the nut crust, crust is on the outside. Yeah, you know. if it is, then you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> All right, uh, anyway. you, me, yep, it's me. Yeah. All right. The circular saw, drainage systems, distillation, dentistry, bronze sculpture. And shampoo were all invented by which ancient civilization that developed where Pakistan and northwestern India are lo- located today? The circular saw, drainage systems, distillation, dentistry, bronze sculpture, shampoo were all invented by which ancient civilization that developed where Pakistan and northwestern India are located today? Do you know any civilizations from that area? Because nope. I think of like the drainage system and dentistry. For some reason, I do think of, you know, would it be like, well, I guess it's still there. Would it be like the Egyptians? No, I don't think so. Because those would be in Egypt, right? Ge- geometry is not my forte. <laughs> I just know that Egypt is not where India is. It's where Egypt uh, is. Um, ancient civilization. That seems pretty... With dentistry, shampoo, and circular saw, those all seem very modern. So I'm trying to think if it's something relatively modern. That would be... Oh, well, yeah. I mean ancient civilization, but... I just don't know. I'm really bad with ancient civilizations anyway. Um, Frig. Give me some examples of ancient civilizations. The Mayans. Oh, okay. The Incans. That's all Central South American. Yeah. Before he gave that clue, that's I was going to guess one of those two. But I don't know. Where Saudi Arabia is right now? India and Pakistan. Pakistan. Um, I don't know. I don't even know a good. I don't even know a funny guess. <laughs> give it the give it the, the Al Borlands. Um, dentistry. I don't know. Did you say that because of the circular saw? Yeah, <laughs> the power tool. And because his hair always looks nice. Probably oh, okay. use it a lot. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Karn, mm-hmm. host of Family Feud for a while. The Karnman. Indeed. Do you even have a funny answer? You got anything? 
No. We don't know, Lee. <laughs> it's not we don't know, Lee. I do sometimes get that on my answer sheets, though, as I'm sure you do. Oh, yes. The Indus Valley Civilization. I've never, never heard of forgotten. I'm sure you heard of it at one point, probably in high school. Okay. Going over uh, world history. But yeah, that is. Uh, I, I've asked. I'm so wrong, I don't even know what I knew in the past. <laughs> I, I feel like I've asked uh, about the Indus Valley a few times at my trivia, and a lot of people forget about it. Yeah. So maybe just um, make oh. a little note. You know, you can thank your. Uh, thank them for your shampoo and your dentistry, as well as your uh, items that need circular sawing. Uh, here's a question for you. <laughs> Just giving myself one for that question. What animal, speaking of ancient civilizations, because I haven't stopped doing the segues. You all may have stopped. I haven't. I haven't stopped yet. Well, he did. What animal was the Egyptian god Horus most often depicted as? A horse? Horus. H-O-R-U-S. I, know, I, guess, oh, okay. I guess it was Horus. A horse but thank you for letting me know that's not Horus. You're welcome. I think he's a dog, kind of like a Doberman pincher, you know, oh, with like yeah, the yeah. pointy ears. He sounded kind of like Owen Wilson. I think he's a dog. <laughs> I think he's a dog. Wow. wow. Um, there is, there's uh, Isis, who looks like a bird. And Horus, I think, is a, a dog. I hate to, like, not contribute anything but i mean i, like, I mean I, I like i can't imagine any i'm going back answer. right now to the movie stargate so you've never seen it <laughs> you've oh, never wait, seen stargate had it on vhs mm-hmm. never watched it growing up for some oh. reason we had it on vhs i never watched it though yeah it's kurt russell and james spader i think he's a dog i've also never seen blade runner oh that's dude i know i, I think you should watch it. both of those movies yeah. personally dog incorrect <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry don't even guess. Came in with a lot of confidence. Yeah, wow. That's bullshit. Pretty fucked, bro. <laughs> the correct answer is a falcon. A falcon. Oh, okay. Ah! A different bird. Multiple birds. Shh. What's Isis? Was I wrong about that? I didn't look it up because I didn't want to. Isis is a hand. band. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you Yeah, know let's that. get the meaning going there for that again. The relationship. <laughs> no, Isis. Uh, what a horrible name to have. Uh, no, a great name. Worst timing, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you sure they're all sitting in their living room? They're like, fuck. Kind of like the band Anthrax when all yeah. that was going on. Oh, I mean, yeah. they were a band for a long time, but yeah. when Anthrax started getting mailed to places, they were like, oh, yeah. So there goes uh, our mail order. <laughs> <laughs> Isis is the uh, the goddess of the moon and does have wings, but as far as I can see, is never really depicted as a bird. Looks pretty much human, just with some wings on, on their arm. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, sh- like okay. so. She's hot. So. Oh wait, shit. Is it my turn? How about it that is. one? You like that one? Oh god, yeah. Hieroglyphic <laughs> style. Oh yeah. Didn't even know I had that kink. <laughs> I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that. Hey, way. baby, can you flatten up real quick? <laughs> just lay as flat as possible. <laughs> I'm not. Turn bad. your head to the side. I'm not bad. I'm just carved into a wall that way and painted with dyes. All right. Well, uh, speaking of women. Yes. Pizza Hut. Delivered the first ever pizza to the White House. What first lady placed that order? Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I like this. Imagine working in the White House. You've worked your way up the culinary world. 
You finally get a job as a chef in the White House. You're sitting there, all your knives sharpened. Nancy Reagan is like, I think I'd like a pizza. <laughs> you start rolling it up. No, no, no. We're going to call it in from Pizza Hut. <laughs> I want that stuffed crust. Yeah. Could it be, you think it's Nancy Reagan or earlier or later? Let's start with how far back do we think pizza delivery goes? This is an interesting question in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was pizza delivery a thing in the 70s? Well, going to the movies, what year did Fast Time at Ridgemont High come out? Because there was a pizza delivery scene in that. 1980s. Yeah. Spicoli orders a pizza to the classroom. And I was only born in 85, so that's going to be my point of reference, is what I've seen in movies. You know, I don't, I don't know when pizza delivery first started. I'm sure it was happening, but it was there wasn't like a mass push, like we're going to get all of our restaurants delivering, you know. Right. So when was... How can we do this? When was Bill Clinton elected? 92? Okay, which means George H.W. Bush was elected in 88. Mm -hmm. So Barbara Bush would be our answer there, if that was it. 82 or 84 was Gerald Ford? Reagan. Or Reagan, you're Mm -hmm. right. And then Ford. No. Before him, Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Before him, Gerald Ford. Right. Now, what is the wife of Jimmy Carter and Gerald Ford? No idea. Yeah, I don't know. Which means Ford. I, I think I, I think we have to guess it's Nancy Reagan or beyond, because that's when we start knowing mm-hmm. the, the first lady's names pretty well. So we got Nancy Reagan, Hillary Clinton, Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush. <laughs> Barbara Bush. Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, Melania. Melania. <laughs> what is um, George W. Bush's wife's name? Oh, we forgot about W. Laura. Laura Bush. Laura Bush. So many Bushes. Mm-hmm. Can't see anything. I skipped right over Laura. Can't see anything. Or Dr. Jill Biden. Yeah, I don't think it's her. And I don't think that it's um, Michelle. You said Melania, but she's not a first lady. I don't know why you said her name. She's not? No, Melania is his daughter. Michelle Obama is his wife. Trump. Oh, Melania (laughs) Trump. How about him? (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) What's uh, what's Barack Obama's daughter's name then? Does he have a daughter named Melania? He's got two. He's got, uh, not Melania. Um, Jesus. I can't remember their names off the top of my head. I remember there's one of them was like smoking pot that Lollapalooza. No, that's awesome. That rules. Yeah, there's pictures of it on the internet. Good for her. They asked. They try to get Obama to say something about it. You know what I mean? But he played it cool. He's like, whatever. <laughs> fucking pot. Get out of here. <clears throat> Spend my time with some real questions. Ask me about Ukraine. Ask me about Pizza Hut. <laughs> um. Well. Pizza delivery definitely hit its stride in the 80s and 90s. 30 minutes or it's free, right? That's until someone was slid into a family and killed them. That was Domino's. 
Domino's a rough time for Domino's. They had that happen. They were doing the the 30 minutes where it's freed. Free a guy ran a fucking stoplight and killed a family. Mm. And then they had the Noid, where a guy with the last name Noid took a family hostage Mm -hmm. or took a a, 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 a store hostage. They thought it was. They thought it was making fun of him, right? He he had like paranoid schizophrenia, yeah. or like some some form thereof, and thought. I wish yeah. they would bring the noise back. That'd be a cool thing to bring back. They did for a little bit. Oh, I think okay. they did a commercial or something like that with him. They were like, "Is this safe?" <laughs> um, is the Noid family? I always wanted to yet? see the Noid fight, uh, Little Caesar. Ooh, pizza, that would be a hell guy. of a fight. Yeah. That'd be a uh, celebrity death match. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the back of this sh- jacket? That's a similar thing that you're talking about. Celebrity Deathmatch? On the back of the jacket, it's uh-huh. the woman on the motorcycle right. eating the pizza. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the, the rubble around her, there's the Noid, the dead Caesar, and oh, the dead Noid. Right, right. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> All right. Little, little graphic. <laughs> uh, um, I would say Barbara Bush or Hillary Clinton. I, I want to go with Barbara Bush because there was a lot of criticism about Bill's diet. Remember, he was like jogging to get cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. so the public him. perception of his health was, you know. What about Nancy Reagan? It could be Nancy Reagan. Nancy Reagan. I feel like Nancy would want to eat the White House food, Will? though. And, but Barbara would be pizza. like, yeah. That's my <laughs> Ronald Reagan impression. I don't know why. I, just, I, I, f- I feel like Barbara Bush would just be like willing to get down on some stuffed crust. All right, we're gonna <laughs> s- wow, we're gonna say Barbara Bush. That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> she would. <laughs> she gets pegged. She her. goes deep kn- for that crust. I knew she was. A- <laughs> I could just tell. Slut. You just look at her. <laughs> <laughs> look at that slut. Big rip. All right. Let's uh that's that's our second that's round, it. right? That's yeah. it. We're gonna take a short break here and then we'll be right back with a rate my question and our final questions. All right, we're back, and it's time for a rate my question. All right. Well, let's do two, actually. We'll do the one from let's Trent, two. and then I have a uh, food-related one, since we have Skylar here. Okay. Could use his expertise probably on that. First up, uh, this is Trent's question. Trent, who wrote in with some no notes earlier. Trent asks, me. what 1993 movie starring Hulk Hogan had a very similar title to a Michael Keaton movie from 10 years prior. Mr. Nanny or something like that? See, I was thinking it was Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Is that the name of the movie? I think so. I know there's a Hulk Hogan movie from the early 90s called Mr. Mom. Now, the wording of the question was very similar, not the same. Well, mm, can you think of yeah. a what was the other actor? Um, Michael Keaton and Hulk Hogan. Can you think of a Michael Keaton movie that has like a mom or Mrs. in the title? Well, so, Michael Keaton did Mr. Mom. I thought Hulk Hogan did Mr. Mom. No, no, he did Mr. Nanny. Something like that. I just I remember mean, the I remember the VHS cover of him in like a tutu, mm-hmm. like with the you know dressed up like. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton is 
absolutely, undoubtedly, Mr. Mom. So this could be Mr. Nanny, then? Yes. Do you remember Mr. Nanny? It sounds, it, I do remember what he's talking about as far as like the cover and stuff. I'd mm-hmm. say it's... I, I'll say this. If that was his guess, and I know for a fact on my end that Mr. Mom was definitely a movie, and he says there was a movie called Mr. Mo- Mr. Nanny, I would say that if he thinks that's it, that seems to be the answer to me. Okay. Was there... Michael Keaton movie something called something close to No Holds Barred. <laughs> I don't think so. Early eighties Michael Keaton. He did. Uh, what did he do? I can't think of anything. I just think of the stuff he did in the nineties. He did a little movie called Beetlejuice. Was that wasn't that as eighty nine later eighties though? Yeah, he did do Beetlejuice. He did Multiplicity also yeah, late nineties. Mid to late nineties. He did the Batman, also mm-hmm. in the late eighties. He did like a black and white movie, didn't he, in the early eighties? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No idea what it's called. Though. It's not Crybaby. That's Johnny no. Depp, and that's not black and white. Yeah. Good. Uh, uh, Johnny, dangerously. Oh, I think that was early eighties. I'm just trying to get my mind in the the field here. I think, I think Mr. Mom is a very good guess. Or Mr. Nanny. We think Well, Mr. Mom being the guess oh, of the movie that he mm-hmm. did that is close to a So should we just go with Mr. Nanny then? Yeah, I'm cool with that. I can't think of anything wrestling related that Michael Keaton's done. I have a bitly here for the answer. Trent he's listening. Been, you can tell he's been listening. Yeah, oh yeah. He has not just been hearing. Mm-hmm. Trent's been listening. Yep. And we're right. Hey, it is Mr. Nanny. Way to be. Thank you for catching that. I thought that it said same title, and I would have uh, probably gone for Mr. Mom if I was uh, playing yeah. live. That's what I'm here for. I'm not I'm not hearing. I'm listening. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Nanny, 1993. Let's see, Mr. Mom, 1983. Ten years oh, Co-starring before. Jeffrey Tambor, Christopher Lloyd. Ian Gillian and Martin Mull. Oh, Martin Mull. There's a guy who needs some work. <laughs> he was in uh he was in a bunch of episodes of uh, Arrested Development, wasn't he? I'm not yes. sure who that is. He was Gene Parmesan, right? Yes. Oh my god <laughs> Also in Clue, also on Roseanne. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Okay, so this question we have to rate it now. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna give this a uh I'm going to give this a pibs. I think full? A, I'm giving this a full pibs, yeah. All uppercase? I don't know if I'll give it all uppercase. Mm. I don't know if it's that interesting. It's it's made interesting by the fact that the titles have similar names. And I will give it a lowercase i for that, because it's somewhat interesting. Not the most interesting in the world. Um, but yeah, I'll give this, a, I'll give this a, a lowercase pibs. All lowercase across the board. Actually, I'll give it a I'll I'll give it a capital S because it's it's pretty well worded. I don't think I would rewrite this at all. So pibs. There is something I don't like about the fact that it says similar name, and I think the thing I don't like about it is that it's just one of those things that's like argumentative. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it a, just doesn't sit super a, right with me. A nanny is in a way a a type of surrogate t- caretaker. Like a mother, yeah, is a caretaker. It's just you know? weird to me. 
It I helped us think, get to the answer. We did get the answer. I almost think I'd rather make the question something to the effect of Michael Keaton and Hulk Hogan started movies 10 years apart, both with Mr. in the title. What were the words that came after Mr.? Something like that. Okay. That's just me like spitballing here. Yeah. But that's a lot more like concrete. I do know that we got it, and I'm not saying it's a bad question. It's just stuff where it's like kind of like arguable on like what's like, even if it's like 99% there, which this is. Trent, please understand me, buddy. I'm not, I'm not meaning to trash you. I just prefer stuff that's a little more like. The, the, what busy street it's like you, it's just, it leads, it leaves a little bit of room for wiggle. And I try to, I try to cut that when I cut that out when I can, I'll give it an A it's a, it's a good, it's a very, very good question. Very interesting. Fair enough. Skylar. Uh, I will go with what's your rating system. I don't remember my, my you other can have four a new one. times. Yeah. I already, I already thought of it. What is it? That one. <laughs> Kettle cooked potato chips. Oh, this man and his chips. Chips. Um, the I worst agree. question is ridged, <laughs> unsalted. Yeah, unsalted. <laughs> I almost bought a this bag. Man hates I, ridges. I almost bought. I'm coming around to him. Okay. I almost bought a uh, a bag of unsalted like Win Dixie brand potato chips just to be like I found the ultimately worst potato chip <laughs> oh in existence. Yeah. <laughs> it's just literally a potato chip. Yeah. It's just a, no more no less, just a chip of potato. But I will say that the question I agree with Mark can there's a lot of wiggle room for people just to be dicks about it or it's a little it's a little vague, but it's not, it's a good question. Um and we found the answer. Yeah, based I, off I think of the it, years so. help kind of secure yeah. it because there's not going to be you you would have to to argue this you'd have to have another hulk hogan movie in 1993 that had a similar title yeah to another 1983 exactly, yeah. it's the qualifiers are there i think to to kind of rein it in but based off of that i would i would i'll give it four uh out of five kettle cooked potato chips oh okay a little room for uh, something more there okay yeah and then we have a second read my question here this one is from joe from philly Joe writes, Joe from Philly, here again, very determined to earn that full PIBS and A-plus rating. No pressure to us, I guess. (laughs) Here's Joe's question. The coagulated form of proteins containing trapped impurities that floats on top of a clarified soup is called what? I would, I mean, off the bat, I would say scum. Which sounds scum? Which sounds gross, but that's what I would say that's what every person refers to it as. I'm sure there's a technical name for it. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. But in an everyday speak, yeah. if you were to turn on a cooking show or read they a cooking blog, they'd say skim the scum. Yeah. Skim the scum. I was thinking it would be like skin. That's like like uh what I've always referred to it as or heard it referred mm. to as, but not from cooking shows, just like you know? Yeah, I can't think of like I'm sh- like again. I'm sure there's a technical term for mm-hmm. it. Um, but Can I, I hear I, the question one more time. Yeah, the coagulated form of proteins containing trapped impurities that floats on top of a clarified soup is called what? Because it's specifically 
on a clarified soup, there's got to be some fucking French term that I don't know for it. Mm. And it's probably not scum. Yeah. We call it scum. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is another one of those things where another qualifier where it's like named after da 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 because I feel like restaurants everywhere have a name for this. Mm-hmm. I hate to be a hard on everyone today. I feel like a jerk, but this is our rate my question segment. You know, we're going to rate these things. I'd call it a scab. Skin, scab, scum. Pick that scab. That's too coagulated. Skim, scam, sco, scum. I smell the blood of an Englishman. I don't know if you've ever uh, boiled like pig's feet or like pig's ears Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Got a lot of scum coming up. A lot of scum, and it does not smell good. Yeah, maybe that's different than the skin that I'm thinking of. It does say impurities here. Which yeah, is from probably you when you're doing like clarified. Uh, yeah, if you're doing like a clarified like stock or broth, like mm-hmm. you're gonna want like a lot of bones. So that's where all that a lot of right. that come, it all comes mostly from the bones. Gotcha. So if you leave that on, it just like jellifies in the fridge. Yeah, and, I mean, it, and do it you can, ever do do you do you skim the scum while it's like still hot, or do you like? Make, let it congeal and then well the stuff that off. comes to the top yeah you you immediately want to get get that all out um if you're talking about like the fat separating and taking the fat off after it's in the fridge yeah mm-hmm. you, I, I do that but now you know that you skim the scum do you fake the funk on a nasty dunk <laughs> i've never seen him do that he's always bringing the real funk good I, you seemed <laughs> the kind that would always bring the real funk thanks man you're welcome um yeah i mean we can call it the scum Okay, we'll go with scum. Scum of the earth. So we were wrong. The per- this is from a link that uh, Joe sent co- from justapinch.com. The principle behind a raft is that raw denatured proteins attract cooked proteins. Egg whites, ground chicken, and the white mirepoix, the ingredients of the raft, are mixed together and then added to the cold chicken stock. Oh. And the mixture is then brought to boil. This I- is a consomme. With a raft, I okay. I I I, I know the technique, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that's what he was looking for. Is it called a raft because it floats? Yeah, but I think you add that to the to, while it's cooking. You add it, so what it does is it causes everything to stick to it, so you can easily take everything out at once. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, they're like clinging onto the. Raft. I thought he meant like the stuff you sc- you skim off the top. Like, what's that stuff called? I wouldn't have gotten the answer either way, but I just misunderstood the question. Okay, well, I mean, you do have a bit more cooking knowledge than us. So, do you feel like this question could be improved in its wording? Yeah, like using like even just like throwing like the word technique in there or uh, something like that. I think would would help because mm-hmm. I might have been able to suss that question that out because like you said it does look like a raft and it floats on the top and I've heard that term before. I, but I might have been able to find it if I knew that. Okay, I like that. I mean, so maybe just uh, like indicating that it is a like it, there's an intention for it. It's not just like refuse to get rid of. Exactly, but it serves yeah, a yeah, purpose, yeah. some yeah. kind of function. Yeah, I like that. Mark, what do you think about this question? That's okay. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll give it an A. Okay. <laughs> Not an A plus. He's lo- Joe from Philly's looking for an A plus here. His first A plus. Can't um, give it to him on this one. I don't know if this is the right one, Joe. I'm oh. sorry. Um, yeah, there's there's something that seems a little. Again, it seems a little over. I, I feel like a reversal would be in play here. 
maybe call it a raft and ask a question about like what the raft does. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It's just one of those things that I feel like like it either needs a qualifier for you to know that it's called a raft, like shares a name with. Well, I, I the the hint here I think is that it floats on top. Like mm-hmm. that is clearly a reference to it being a raft, or like you know there that that's the part of the question that is giving you the this is a raft type thing. I like I like Skylar's idea of you know. Uh, inserting something that says, like, you know, that serves a function for chefs or a purpose to make it easier to remove uh, some of the other elements yeah. of it. Uh, I think that would really help this question a, a little bit. To me, it's, it's yeah, it's it's very, like, textbook right now. It's, like, you know, coagulated for, uh, form of proteins containing trapped impurities. I feel like the bar crowd, the pub trivia crowd, is going to be like, what? It does what now? You know, the I mean, re- honestly though, but now that you're rereading mm-hmm. the question and I know what the answer is, yeah, I guess he is he is referring to the the proteins. That's what's catching the impurities. Mm-hmm. But because, like you said, you know, using egg white and stuff like that uh, to to create the raft. But I feel like if it was worded a little bit better, then I would have understood what he meant when he said the coagulated proteins. I thought he was referring to part of the things you're 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 getting out. Does that say, but he's saying you use those, the proteins, in order to trap the impurities. Yeah, the coagulated form of proteins containing trapped impurities that floats on top of a clarified soup is called what? Is the question. Gotcha. I just think that I think that it's called a raft because it floats on top, but I don't think that's the same as it being a clue as to what a raft is because you don't know necessarily that. It got its name from the fact exactly. that it floats yeah. on top. Yeah, that's right. not. Yeah. It's not. Which equal. is why I'm going to give it a lowercase b. It needs a big b. It needs a big b. It needs a big b. Uh, I will give this a uh, capital P because food trivia is pretty much always requested at all of my events, and uh, I'll give it a lowercase i. It's somewhat interesting. Again, not the most interesting in the thing in the world. A lowercase b and a lowercase s, just because I agree with Skylar. It just needs a slight rewrite. Uh, to show maybe the usefulness of it towards mm-hmm. the chef, I think. Uh, These are the same reasons I'm giving it an A yeah. instead of an A+. Plus. A. Yeah. It's not knocking it out of the park, but it's like a, it's like an in-the-field single. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, but yeah, I think it could just be maybe condensed a little. I, I don't know what you would really take out of it, but... Um, Should we take a moment and maybe just try and rewrite this real quick? No. no? <laughs> okay. I was just thinking like something like uh like the technique of he can join coagulated the Discord. proteins. He can join the join to the Discord. Trap impurities is often referred to as what, you know what I mean? Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or saying what is the culinary term so that we don't get stuck on scum or skin, yeah. you know, just adding like, you know, that it's like the proper term uh in the culinary world. I think that would help too. If you have a rate, my question. I give it a four point. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm oh bad. wow, that's right. Just I give it right over the person. Four and a half uh, kettle cooked potato chips out of five. Okay, so you preferred chips. this question a little bit. I like. Yeah, I like. I, I I think it's it's good. It's tough. I, and also, the more you read it, the more I listen to it. Uh, it's a better written question than I originally said. But I think uh, just that one tweak of uh, of mentioning the the pro, the coagulated proteins as intentionally there as a way to get the impurities like we talked about right 
I, I had to look up raft cooking impurities to get a website to which it says this is sometimes called a raft. It just seems like it's a like a like a cute term that they gave it, but it's not an official term. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like if we all agreed that the at symbol would be called email because it's used in email, but it doesn't have any official name. It's like you can't, you know, like I mean I think that that's like trivia it's trivial in nature, you know, so it is it is niche. But I don't know that it's uh I mean Skylar had a moment of recognition when I said the answer. So he's in the food industry, so He said he wouldn't have gotten it either way. Didn't you say you I said I might have been able to come around to raft because I've heard that term used before. Oh, you have. Oh, okay. Yes. It was- but I don't know it as a I don't know it as a um like a technical term, like a uh like yeah, I don't know. Like, I, might, I might put this in the same basket as uh, what is the proper term for the symbol that we use for hashtags. You remember that? Oh, Octothorpe? Yeah. Nobody's using Octothorpe. But you know, Octothorpe but is, know. A, is a name for it. It was right. the name before it, for it before hashtags. Right. So you think that they came up with this after scum? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I guess at the end of the day, I don't know enough about it to really be able to like say about it. So whatever. It's a little but, outside of our wheelhouse. It is. But I think uh, as it is, this is a question that if you were a quiz master, you would definitely get asked to repeat it. And that, to me, is an indicator that maybe it needs a slight rewrite. Yeah. Because uh, you, usually you want them to be able to... You, you read it twice and then you're done with it. You don't have to reread the question again. Yeah. This question, I feel... Teams would say, could you give that one more time? I need that one more time. Yeah. All right. And uh, if you have a question that you'd like us to rate, you can write to us at nononsensetrivia.gmail.com. Give us a call at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Nonsense Trivia. You can tell when Lee's done with my bullshit when he flies through the phone number like that. <laughs> so he doesn't give me a chance to say six nine. He's like, I don't even want you. I don't even want your fucking two cents. In you this had your asshole. moment. Skylar. Uh, what insect, if bitten by, can cause you to develop a allergy to red meat? Ooh. Wow. Keep this thing away from Capital me. I. Insect. (laughs) (laughs) What insect, if bitten by, will cause you to develop an allergy to red meat? Yeah. Don't like that. I mean, not the question. I'm just saying the uh, act of developing an allergy. I think I know. I think I know. I've heard this. Do I know it is the question? I have no idea. I don't know why, but dragonfly was the first. (laughs) Dragonfly. Do dragonflies bite? I don't think they do. (laughs) What is it? Is it like the iron? Let me first qualify. Are you talking about stinging or biting? Biting. Biting. Okay. Not stinging. Wasp. Out. Yep. Yellow jacket. Out. Honey bee out. Mosquito out. Could you imagine if mosquitoes could cause that? Ugh, We'd all be like probably allergic to An red meat. Insect. There's a great mos- mosquito experiment happening in the United States right now. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, they're introducing that that genetically like, modified yeah, to like, mosquitoes. Yeah, I've heard about that. It's working really well too. 
they're, ants. They're missing a gene that prevents them from developing through their larval stage. So uh, a future without mu- mosquitoes could be nice. Oh, I, I, I mean, amazing. You've yeah. lived here for how long? My whole life. Yeah. Could you yeah. imagine like no, not I having? <laughs> I wear shorts mm-hmm. every day of the year and just like playing in the backyard with Lachlan. Just all around the ankles, like oh, it's a fucking nightmare. A yeah. guy that the three of us all know um, posted a video on Facebook of them um, spraying for mosquitoes, and was like, "What's in this? What could? What's this? They're not saying what's in this." And I was like, "They." Everyone was like, "This is for mosquitoes," and he's like, "Yeah, I don't. Know. I've heard that before. They do that. Why are there still mosquitoes?" It's like. Well, it's a big world. There'd be a lot, a lot of, mosquitoes of mosquitoes if they did not do it. It is like very like tin. This is like also right on the like in the beginning stages of uh, COVID. Like very like Q adjacent. Why do we need to get vaccinated? It's like gamers are getting vaccinated for other stuff. Hmm. Y'all tell me who this is off my. I will. <laughs> um. Um. It's me. <laughs> Ants. Ants bite, yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. Spiders. Spiders. Are those insects? They're not insects. They're arachnids. So. Yeah. What insects bite besides ants? Ant bite. Scott, that's Scott's way of saying, I can't believe you're forgetting this obvious one. Yeah. No, I just think it's fun. That, just that question. What, what, like, what bugs bite? I would imagine a lot of bugs bite. Well, that's the thing. People talk about bugs biting. And bugs and insects are different from each other, aren't they? Bugs and insects, I think, are the same. Maybe not. He's going to get technical on this. Fleas. Mm. Fleas bite. Mm hmm. Hmm. Um, leeches? No, that's a uh, tummy pod, my friend. Okay. I think. Do they have teeth down there? Uh, I don't think that's an insect, though. Insect, yeah, yeah. an insect, you're right. It'd be a crazy way to describe a leech. Look at that giant insect. <laughs> Good God, I hope not. Caterpillar. Biting caterpillar? I think they do. I think they're carnivorous, actually. Or no. They eat leaves. Right? What does the hungry, hungry (laughs) caterpillar eat? People? Maybe ant is a good guess. I like flea better. Honestly. Because fleas... I think... Or ticks? Lyme disease? Ticks. Jesus, I can't believe that took us so, that long to come around to that. We're going to say tick, I think. That's correct. Hey! Yes. So, it's... Uh, I'll just read this quick little overview. Uh, alpha, uh, Alpha-gal syndrome is what it's also known as. Alpha-gal syndrome is recently identified type of food allergy to red meat and other products made from mammals. In the United States, the condition is most often caused by a lone star tick bite. The bite transmits a sugar molecule called alpha-gal into the person's body. In some people, this triggers an immune system reaction that later produces mild to severe allergic reactions to red meat, such as beef, pork, or lamb, or other uh, mammal products. Wow. Is there a way to get rid of it? 
Yeah, I think over there's actually a um, what podcast that I listen. Some podcast I listened to did a story on it. Um, but um, it essentially gets your your levels go down over time. But it could take. Um, I, I think the the one lady they were talking to. I think she was getting her levels checked like every um, every year, and she was on like five years, and she still wasn't at a safe enough level to to eat red meat. But I wow. guess she. She her she, at the end of the day she didn't want she was like a big meat eater beforehand she didn't want she didn't keep checking her levels because she was eager to eager to eat meat again uh, as much as she just didn't was a, didn't want to live in that fear of accidentally eating right uh, a mammal product that podcast that podcast Radio Lab I heard the same one oh, was it Radio Lab okay oh you should have come up with the answer then <laughs> I I completely forget that I had heard it when I looked up alpha gal syndrome oh. I saw Radio Lab and I was like fuck I did hear this yep. So that could be a good hint to insert there if you wanted to increase the amount of people that might get that. You just got your question rated. No, you didn't. But, you, know. <laughs> you didn't ask for it. But no, I'm yeah, I mean, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes you want a harder question. I also wrote all these questions like, in about five minutes this morning. Oh, well, don't tell us that. <laughs> I mean, they're, <laughs> no, they're, no, no, no. I had, I had I the trivia. Yeah. I had the trivia. I just had to write the questions. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's you. I went first, though. Don't I go last? No, you go first in the round in rounds one and three. Whatever, it doesn't matter to me. What are the first seven <laughs> digits of pi? What? What are the first seven digits of pi? Three, one, four. That's all I know. Six, eight, seven, nine, two. Three point one four six eight seven nine. Is that right? <laughs> I think that's there. Oh, is that your guess? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've no, that's wrong. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think the nine should have been a seven, but you know. 3.141592. Oh, I got the nine two. Yep. Just not the uh, one five. One four one five. Fourteen and then fifteen. And then nine two. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> like, I'm still proud of myself. Quick and easy. <laughs> I have a movies question to close out our quiz here. What notorious prop seen in Pulp Fiction, was personally owned by director Quentin Tarantino before filming began. What was it? One more time. Which notorious, now I know that's where you might feel uncomfortable about this, because what's the definition of notorious, right, Mark? Mm-hmm. What, which notorious prop seen in Pulp Fiction was personally owned by director Quentin Tarantino before filming began? So immediately I want to say two things two two props that stand out and that'd be the briefcase obviously oh interesting and the car that john tavolta's character um drives in the movie i don't know if i'd call a car a prop my guesses were the bad motherfucker wallet ah i had that wallet in high school and my other guess was Ooh, I just had another idea. So many notorious. Oh, so yeah, the motorcycle, props. but that's you said you don't consider don't, you know, that kind of stuff. So here's a, a couple of ideas. My first my first idea I can't remember anymore. Um the katana blade. Ah, uh, okay. Because he's very into samurai yeah, stuff. Yes, you're right. That's a very good guess. Um the bad motherfucker wallet. The the uh the gimp muzzle the ball <laughs> could be it could be um do you know there's a whole backstory to the gimp 
rings a bell. I can't recall it. It's not in the movie, but he has a whole backstory written. Um, oh, really? That he that he's thought about, like how he ended up there or something. Yeah. What was the other idea I had? Is Gimp the right term? Am I using that right? Yeah, that's okay. the character's name at least. Is, okay. I think they say get the Gimp. Bring or out the Gimp. Yeah. The Gimp sleeping. Well, I guess you're just gonna have to wake him up. <laughs> Such Dude, a good movie. that whole that whole section I can quote. As a matter of fact, I quoted the whole. All I want to hear from your ass is go back in there, chill them out. That whole yeah. line, I had that whole thing memorized. The the whole Samuel Jackson uh, uh, part uh, right before he shoots the guy. Uh, you know, oh, Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. I did that as a monologue in drama in high school. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> well, that's he doesn't shoot the guy before that. Ezekiel is. Uh, at the diner, at the end, he no. says it he multiple said, times. He does yeah. before he shoots the guy. Yeah, on Marvin. What? No, no, the guy on the couch. Oh. When he goes in, and he eats the burger. That guy that he shoots. That's a tasty <laughs> burger. What's his name? That's like, the that would be Bikahuna Bikahuna burger. Bikahuna burger. That'd be a good trivia question. Yeah. Anyway, and the, the name of the guy part. that they go to kill. I think you hear his name at some point. Oh uh, no, that's he does, that's in all his movies. I was going to say the red apples, but that's in all his movies. Mm-hmm. The cigarettes. Um, I think the 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 blade, the k- katana or whatever it's called, is a, a very good guess. Oh, my other guess was the pocket watch. Ah, your dad wore this. Um, damn, very notorious. So I feel like either one of those, but he didn't say anything about it being an important prop. Oh, did he? What did you say? No, prop? he just said what What notorious. Oh, notorious. What does he mean by notorious? I'm going to say that. don't know. Yeah, but I'm going to say, okay, obviously you remember the blade, but that's such a quick. Yeah, I agree. The, the watch bad is like. wallet is, is very prominent. But the watch up the ass. And the watch is a very huge thing as well. I feel like I, I, I want to go with watch. We're going to say the pocket watch. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Quentin Tarantino, a big. Shaft fan, so he has a bad motherfucker wallet. Damn it, sorry. It is man. the wallet. It's okay. I, I mean, those were all good guesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only way you knew it is by knowing it. Yeah. yeah. Part of what I liked about this question is there are so many notable props in that movie. Yeah. yeah. So you, you know, it seems at first you're like, you know, it's probably just going to be like one. Did and then as you start to think about it, you're like, oh, wait, there's this. Did you, oh, wait, yeah, did this. you ask this question at trivia? I did. What kind of answers did you get? Uh, Mostly briefcase. We got a couple briefcases, we got a sword, and I can't remember the other ones, but only 7% of our teams got that right, so I wouldn't feel too bad about that. Like I said, there are a lot of... I'm going to dig around and find out if he owned that sword, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess that <laughs> would be... Uh... find him. Mr. Quintertino, <laughs> I have a very important question. What? <laughs> Did you own that pocket watch? <laughs> How about the sword? I need to be right about on the ball gag. The front. <laughs> Is Do that you your ball that gag, gimp? sir? <laughs> I should get him on here to do a bunch of movie trivia. That guy's an encyclopedia. Oh, if anybody yeah. knows Quentin Tarantino, yeah, <laughs> send him our way. We won't yeah. recognize any of the movies he would probably ask about. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Let me tell you about this one. <laughs> yeah. Skyler. Skyler. Lee. Mark. Thank you so much for joining us once again here on the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast. Can't wait to have you on again. Pleasure. And best of luck with these uh, final two weeks of Death by Taco. Thank you. Make sure you go to Death by Taco before they close. Mondays from 4 to 9. Thursdays and Fridays from 11 to 9. Mm-hmm. Go there. I am going to go get 
my fill of chicken tinga sandwiches because I haven't had one in forever. Hopefully, you'll do a burrito special at some point in there so I can have another one of your burritos. We're definitely going to do the carne asada fries again, oh, which were a massive hit. And before we close in, we're going to do, uh, along with obviously the regular birria, we're going to do our vegan, vegan birria again, which was people were cuckoo about. Boom. No burritos, though? No more beef. I'm always throwing burritos out there. Oh, okay. All right. So keep your eyes peeled. I will. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please join us every Monday morning for a new episode by subscribing to the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no-no in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You can also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including our new proverbial light keeper, Trent. Thank Woo! you, Trent. Ding, ding, ding. Big thanks to our quiz daddies, Brendan, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esme and Red Crust Fried Chicken, Tim with Pat's Garden Service, and Tommy and Gil. It's Gil. By the way, I will be going to Pennsylvania to see Karate, who is a band that I've wanted to see forever. And I will be seeing Adam while I'm up there. And I am very, very excited to eat all of his Red Crest Fried Chicken. Mm. Our team captains, Matt, Mo, Rick G, Skyler. That's me. Kristen, Fletcher, Jenny, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and David Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, a.k.a. Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Manu, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F., Justin P., Justin presenting next week on a relaunch of Singled Out, and Justin M., Justin, Mr. Nanny Mom, and thanks to our Rumble Snailskins, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Cy, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H-Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, We Do Stuff, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Douglas, Alex, Mike C. Mike Consume Raft. Mike J. Mike Jules' Wallet. And Mike K. Mike Kinder Egg. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question or miscorrection, no nonsense trivia gmail.com, the email address, or you can call us at 1-929-356-6966. I'm back in his good graces. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. We have a Facebook group you can join as well. Just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five stars only, please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Have a great week.